quick warning, in this episode we talk about the Tooth Fairy. So if you have little ears listening, then be aware. Hey everyone, this is Betsy. You know, the holidays are sometimes hard. There's a lot to do. There are a lot of expectations. There's a lot on your plate to take care of, to buy, to afford. Just take a moment today to give yourself some grace because you are doing a lot. You are doing your best. We see you and you are doing a great job. Happy holidays. Welcome to the Why Mommy Drinks podcast, everyone. Shaking it up. I was like, wow, what is this? What? What is this show? (laughs) What is this? I'm Betsy Stover. I think I'm Amanda Allen. Uh, That's correct. Yes. Okay, good. I checked. And I'm in the right spot. I I see you have a name tag on and there's a little thing in front of you that says your name and then it says podcast host after it. Oh, yes. And I am on a beach. What? I'm on a beach. <laughs> You're on a beach? Yeah. Right now? Yep. Oh my gosh, look at that. You are. You know, I just realized we could just tell people oh, yeah. lies. So we could just say like, hey, I lost 20 pounds this week. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, we are joined she by a comedian, a podcast host, Brie Helders. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. What's here. your podcast? It's called My Dead Parents. Cool. Right. Oh. Cool. So I just mostly talk about that. <laughs> just, well, just how dead they are. <laughs> oh, wow. Just episodes and episodes of oh, that. Just hours and hours and hours <laughs> of how dead everyone is. I mean, we're uh, laughing, but I assume, yeah. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that. What is it about? It's, it's um, most like, like my mom's dead, my dad's dead. Um, and just that, and okay. then other people who also maybe have not like definitely have a dead parent and you're young. <laughs> I am young. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> Did you want us to bleep that one out? <laughs> if you guys can actually, that's the only thing I want to retract. <laughs> already? You've already decided. Already I've decided. Thing. That's the only thing I want you guys to take out. <laughs> I'm. Um, how old were you when you lost your parents? It was last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, they died four months apart. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went through a divorce. Wow. Right after That's that. A lot of loss and grief. Mm-hmm. So you're working mm-hmm. it out through a podcast, talking to people with similar experiences. Yep, yep. And it's actually, well, so being a single parent, it like it, it's helped a lot because I'm obviously talking to a lot of people who lost a parent when they were younger. So we even just get on the topic of like their parents maybe were separated or... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, losing one when they were younger and being raised by just one and how um, that affected them and how their relationship with those parents are now. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's really it's informative. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have three kids. They're all boys, nine, seven, and I think for the last time, three. <laughs> I have uh, three kids. I have a nine-year-old boy. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. And a six and twin six-year-old girls. 
Oh. Yes, Wesley turned nine on Saturday. Oh, big boy. Yeah. You made it. And what have you got there, Bree? I've got a four-year-old girl, Amelia Darling. Um, <laughs> is that her middle name? Her name is Darling. Yeah, her middle name is Darling. Um, I love that very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that she's my best friend. She's a tiny. She's a tiny version of me. Wow. Um, which is why sometimes I like feel crazy at the end of the day because I don't necessarily want to be around myself all the time. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the most that's annoying funny. things our kids do, mm-hmm. you realize like, oh no, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what were we talking right before? Oh, we were talking about Christmas cards. Yeah. So Amanda, so last year I did not get my Christmas cards out, but I did have a photo shoot. Um, so this year I I actually won a photo shoot in oh. a raffle. Okay. <laughs> and uh and so I had pictures from last year and this year. And I was inspired by actually our Why Mommy Drinks listeners because in the group there was someone was like, what's the what's the cheapest way I can make Christmas cards? And there was like some Groupon and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so I did it and I did it all one one night and I banged it out. Um, I didn't ha- like send them to they, they're going to send them to me and I have to do all that shit. But eh, at least that first part. And then I just included pictures from last year and I was like, happy 20 oh and i did new year's so new year's cards happy 2020 and belated 2019 yeah and uh and i'm very proud of myself that's the key to holiday cards do new year's cards yes yeah do new year's cards yeah because then you don't have to then you don't have a timeline really because even if you if it came out after new year's you're like "Eh." yeah it's it's still having a happy new year yep (laughs) or valentine's cards you can do that too (laughs) (laughs) but i'm very proud of myself because it's like one of those things where I'm like, you, you, uh, you haven't defeated me, parenthood. Uh, and even though, yeah, so, so last year, so last year I felt like parenthood defeated me. Like I felt defeated because I had not accomplished this thing that yeah. I want to accomplish every year. Yep. So I felt really accomplished. And I feel I'm proud of you. Good Thanks. job. Thanks. So, um, you know, I don't have any. I don't have any cards. That's fine. It's not your fucking jam. I didn't. I, I used to. I used to do them when I was a stay-at-home mom. I did cards every year, and I wrote them and sent them out. And mm-hmm. Yep. I think now I, I don't even see my kids, so I don't know what. Uh, there's no pictures of us as a family. We don't do things anymore. Oh, buddy. Maybe I should send a picture of them with a babysitter. Happy oh. holidays. <laughs> From the Clarks. It's just the kids with the babysitter. <laughs> oh, man. Amanda's had a hard day today. She's had a hard, long I am, week. I am Miss Pessimistic. Hello. Aww. What's the point? <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> Bree, do you do holiday cards then? I, no? I think I did them i did like really i feel like one year i did really thought out and when i was pregnant i did like amazing announcements where like people got a literal like golden egg that they cracked open what the fuck like i went in so hard <laughs> <You're> 
<laughs> I went in so hard. That's like some like my uh, special sweet sixteen uh, shit, right? I like super sweet sixteen to my pregnancy. <laughs> everyone, a, a huge block of ice. They thought it out. Inside was a dove that became alive. It shat out an egg. It flew Inside away. The egg was my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, are I, you kidding? So everyone got a fucking golden egg? Everyone got a golden egg. I went in so hard. And my my uh, my baby shower was so pretty. Like, I rented a canoe that was full of champagne. <laughs> what? You rented a canoe <laughs> yeah, full of champagne? I don't even understand those words together. And there was so much. I went in so hard. And Brie, then, like... Brie, I think that we are best friends. And you just don't even know it. I just don't know it. I love this. All of it. All these things. I'm going to come to every party you throw come to every party i throw my i'm throwing a new year's eve slash divorce party i'm in also upcoming canoe of champagne there there could be there might be (laughs) wait was it an actual wait it was a real canoe Uh uh-huh like a real water filled with not in the water in my garden in your garden filled with like ice and champagne (gasps) bottles it was a big champagne bucket big champagne bucket but a real big one because it it was was a it was a literal canoe and And everyone sat in peacock chairs it was just what was the theme um, I went for like an, a tropical explorer theme. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like it. Love Sounds it. Like Disney. Yeah. It's like good. Mm-hmm. I went in. <laughs> I Disneyed everything, and then like I feel like the first Christmas I like did handwritten cards. Oh, wow. For everyone with pictures of us. And then Whoa. like after that, I was just like, oh, I hate all of this. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. And I just realized I was like, I'm so full of shit. Like, I don't mean any of the stuff that I'm saying. And I like I'm tired of thinking up nice stuff yeah um because it's hard enough to do it in person it's so already exhausting <laughs> yeah so i just gave up um and, but like i love receiving the cards yeah. yeah so much um but my family's gotten smaller and smaller and so my cards are dwindling down and i'm just like i can't care That's, anymore that is good to just recognize that you don't care that yeah. you don't enjoy it and that you mm-hmm. stop doing it and i think I a lot of us do so much stuff out of obligation with mm-hmm. kids and family and stuff. I used to do cards pre-kids where I would write them out. I would write cards to people, mm-hmm. but I would get a little nutty doing it. So then I would just start cracking myself up and write really weird things to people. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I would like crack myself up and send it. And I was like, eh, they don't know. Like, so they'd get something and be like, I hope your holidays are something so crazy. Well, did you see the special? Like, it was like, <laughs> it made no sense. But I like the more I did it, the funnier it got to me. And it would just be like, this is great. And then I would send them away. <laughs> That's kind of convincing me to get them going yeah. again. Like, yeah, maybe like get really wasted weird. and write them all out, and they're just complete nonsense. <laughs> I, would, I wish that I could say I was wasted. I just would like start cracking myself up. I'd just be like, "This is so funny. It makes no sense." Love, Amanda. You know, like I just send really weird. And then I was like, all the people I was sending them to knew me, so I yeah. figured they'd just be like, "Okay." Oh, Amanda says, "Merry Christmas." Yes, weird. Yes, weird. That's the kind of thing I would do, and I'd be like, "Ha ha ha." Get it. All right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Get it later. 
<laughs> I hope you don't get a guitar. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Things like that. Like it would be like so weird. Oh man, I'm so excited because my uh, a mom friend of ours gave um, us. No, what am I trying to say? I wanted to get give our kids a karaoke machine Ooh. for Christmas. Yeah. And she was like... That's perfect for them. I have a karaoke machine. You can have it. Awesome. And I looked it up and I was like, it's like a $300 karaoke machine. Yeah. Wait till next year when you're like, I have a karaoke machine. <laughs> you can have it. I thought about that. Because <laughs> it is. I mean, it takes up a little space and yeah. uh, it's not like it's cute. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to be doing karaoke in your house all the time. All day. that. All the time. All the time. <laughs> you're like, this was great. It was a year-long present. And after this year, there you, it goes away. There you go. Yeah, maybe I just need to say we we got a subscription for one just year. For December. Mm-hmm. And then Santa <laughs> takes it he back. He needs it back. <laughs> the Easter Bunny will take it with him. <laughs> well, it expired fast. <laughs> what if, like, what if, like, the tooth fairy? Maybe in my home because I my daughter hasn't lost any teeth yet. Yeah. Obviously, maybe in my home the tooth fairy is like also a thief. And, like, she just takes. Maybe what that's she like, Maybe she's she a robber. Like toys. she takes <gasps> your teeth. She leaves money, but she takes a little something else on the way like out. Like the singing Elsa. Oh. Like. Like a singing. I feel like someone does do that. There was something like that that was genius, but clearly it didn't sink in because I don't remember what it was. But yeah, if you can. I mean, that's what I do when I clean their room. I just take it home. You disappear things? Yeah, I hide it in the the garage. Mm. And I give them a little bit of time. And if they don't ask for it, bye bye. Nice. Ooh, that's really smart. Mm -hmm. Because then if they go, where's my. And you got rid of it. Uh oh. But if they don't actually notice, it's gone. Um, here, this is an advice-free podcast, but I will just say, had I realized that I was setting the bar <laughs> as high as I was for Tooth Fairy, oh yeah, I would have oh so maybe, much money, or or no, not the money, just like oh, did you do like just an the elaborate whole rigmarole? Thing? Yeah, there's oh. like. I have to write a letter no, and uh, it's no. with a special pen. No, and it, no, no. You know, Come on, Betsy. I mean, it makes sense. It's your brand. It's, yeah. it's just what you do. It, it's just I a forget. little extra. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I just I wish know. I had a time machine. What do you guys do with the teeth? They just, I put them in my jewelry box. It's Aww. creepy. I do too. That's where I keep them as well. Oh no, I have, each one has a little like container that's theirs and I keep it in my, in my underwear drawer. Are you going to give it back to them when they get married? Um, <laughs> I'm going to make a beautiful necklace. <laughs> this is for you. Give it to their wives or husbands. Put it in you like a jello yes. mold and say that it's like a cyst that you had removed. <laughs> <laughs> These were your teeth. Look at this. I think you had a twin. Oh, and but, but they never, they never, they never, never like they actually became. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was just a weird. Say hello to your sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did try to order human teeth one time. What? Yeah, I tried to buy human teeth for someone. It was a Christmas party. It was a, it was a present. <laughs> Everything you say, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's awesome. You're like, everyone got a golden egg. I tried to order human teeth. (laughs) (laughs) And then they sat on flamingo chairs. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Wait, so why did you want to order someone teeth for their birthday? It just, I was like, what do I get, Cammie? 
Um, <laughs> she doesn't have teeth, but she has everything else. <laughs> I was thinking of all the stuff she has. I couldn't think human teeth, so I found someone. <laughs> what do you get for the girl who has everything? everything. The girl who has everything, rosé and human teeth. <laughs> and so that's what I got her. But they stopped it at the um, immigration. They wouldn't let push it through because their teeth were from Russia. What? You ordered Russian bones. You paid cash I money. I paid good, good Bitcoin. dollars. <laughs> for Russian teeth, and I did not receive them. And well, that's really fucked up. It was really fucked up. You this might have... be my favorite podcast episode we've ever had. <laughs> You've never covered human teeth. It's just like it's like an episode of Breaking Bad meets like something else. I don't even know. Whenever this it. comes up in like in the Why Mommy Drinks Facebook group, yeah. everyone's like, throw the teeth away. Betsy and Ari throw them away. <laughs> I'm like, the opposite. I just keep them. But some people, um, you can buy. I think maybe on Etsy, like creepy um, stuffed animals. No, get out. Go. What? No, and they no, put no, them no, in no. there. And they, okay, I can't. And I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Give them a mouthful of. You send the them the teeth, teeth and they correct. put it in it. Yes. Why? And it's like an animal, and it's like because <laughs> um, it's funny and weird. <laughs> But mostly because it's funny Ooh, and disturbing. It be, it'd be really awesome to do it and then like give it to someone exactly. as, as a scary thing and be like, those are your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Happy wedding. <laughs> These That's, are your teeth. Those are Wesley's baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> when you have your first baby, you can give <laughs> If he ever disappears and you need and DNA. You need these are what his teeth. You can extract DNA from the teeth in the stuffed animal. Oh my god, <laughs> that's dark. This episode is sponsored by Native. Native creates simple, safe, effective products that people use in the bathroom every day. They create products with trusted ingredients, trusted performance. Check it out. They have 9,000 five-star reviews from their customers online. Let me just tell you, I am a big fan of Native. It is a natural deodorant. There are no parabens, talc, aluminum. They just have ingredients found in nature like coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch. They never test on animals. Also, they have free shipping and returns. So I recently went to the store and I saw there was native deodorant, which I love, which I've used before. My, my favorite is the uh, coconut and vanilla, which is their most popular, I think for a reason, because it's really lovely. They also have lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, eucalyptus and mint. But I saw some other things that looked very similar that cost slightly less. And I bought them and I have to say, very honestly, I regret it. They they were terrible. <laughs> they were like sandpaper on my armpits. And I am such a native just convert. Like I I love it. It works. It works really well. It honestly works better than any other natural deodorant I've ever used. So for 20% off your first purchase, just visit nativedeodorant.com. It's native, like I'm a native of Minnesota, nativedeodorant.com, and use the promo code WMD during checkout. 
So for 20% off, that's a lot, off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code WMD. So hopefully this isn't, um, I don't know, betraying my son by talking about this. I don't think it is. Hopefully it's not. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Okay. So my husband has ADHD and, uh, and I have, uh, certain things with, uh, with my brain, uh, certain compulsions that, that ha- a tendency towards sort of OCD type things. Um, and, um, so we noticed my son Ajax, who's seven for uh, for years we've just noticed every now and then he goes through little phases where he'll have kind of a a tick like a vocal tick yeah. like hmm hmm mm-hmm. and and sometimes it gets worse and then it goes away yeah and so we were like well we're not really worried about it and you know and Ari was like you know when i was a kid i would go through phases of t- having ticks um you know and and i know i went through phases like when I was a kid and even as a young adult where I would just have like a weird, yeah, like a physical tick or something I felt like I needed to do over and over or whatever. And so we weren't really sweating it, but then every now and then a teacher or something would be like, Hey, he, he keeps whatever, like clearing his throat a lot. Is he okay? Or something like that, you know? And we're like, yeah, it's just, I think it's just the thing that he's doing right now. And, you know, it's probably, and I talked to the pediatrician and she was like, yeah, I mean, it's probably fine. You know, you can probably just ignore it. Mm -hmm. And if you bring attention to it, it might make it worse. So feel free to just ignore it. It started kind of rearing its head a bit. Um, A lot of like, I don't know, just it would really kind of, get intense for a little while, whatever kind of vocal or physical tics he had. And so I was like, you know what, let's, let's make him, you know, let's, let's get him checked out just to see, just to make sure, because if the, I don't want him to, I don't want it to get in the way for him. I don't want him to be, um, I don't want kids to make fun of him or be like, oh, what's with that kid? He's he's doing something weird all the time. I don't know what it is. You know, and on one hand, that's fucking childhood. And is like this Rex Ajax? This is Ajax. Okay. And so I went and got him checked out at the at, at children's uh, a pediatric neurologist. And I really didn't get any firm answers. He was like, okay, well, he, you know, he sounds... Uh, he just, he, he wasn't like your kid has Tourette's, your kid doesn't have Tourette's. He was just like, all right, well, here's a medication. And you know, if it gets, um, if it gets, you know, a lot again, and it's, you know, getting in, in the way, um, you know what? He is kind of an anxious kid. I have, I have ticks from anxiety. (gasps) Is that right? I've always had them and sometimes they're worse and sometimes they're better. And I just recently noticed my daughter having them as well. Uh. And it, it, it scared the bejesus out of me the first time I, because like, and maybe your husband is experiencing this and maybe you, but like, there's this sort of like, Oh my God, I've passed this thing on to you. Yes. And it's so scary because if it's something that you've suffered with and you're like, mm. are you going to suffer as well? Exactly. Um, but you know, we're different. 
we're in a different generation. Mm-hmm. That's true too. We, I, you know, maybe when you guys were kids, your parents didn't have the, it was a different time and your parents probably didn't take you to a neurologist. Absolutely mm-hmm. so not. It's going to be different, right? Yeah. My husband didn't know until he graduated college that he had ADHD. So, uh, so he didn't have any help and he has, he's, mm-hmm. he's struggled with a lot of, I don't know, like shame about that of just, cause it was always like, uh, he, he, was often made to feel like like he was lazy or he wasn't working hard enough or whatever and and he and it was frustrating but it was like no he's just um neurologically different and he has trouble doing certain things concentrating and whatnot and i know that uh some Tourette's runs in his family but yeah so so anyway so we we got this medication he's like take this medication if he needs it but he really the the neurologist wasn't very you know, it wasn't that very clear. So recently I noticed he'd been, it, it it was just like tick city. It was just like a lot of like head moving and eye blinking and, um, and it, and I was like, oh shit, like this is getting kind of bad. Uh, so we just yesterday started giving him this medication and I looked at it and it's described as an ADHD medication, which is also super weird. But sort of like what you were saying, Brie, I feel a little like, like, oh no, our, our fucked up genes, mm-hmm. we've passed on our, our, our fucked upness to our kid and, um, and he's going to suffer because of it. Right. Like, uh, I, I remember when my, uh, three-year-old got his open heart surgery and they kept calling it, um, what was it? It was like, a, they kept referring to the defect, right? A congenital defect. And I remember after a while that really grated on me because I was like, oh no, I made a person who's defective. Like that fucked me up a little. Mm-hmm. And maybe because I'm a perfectionist and whatnot, that I, I wanted to make s- these superhuman people. That was kind of part of my plan. I was going to put my genes with this other person and make amazing people. But I made this person who has a defective heart. And now I've made this person who has a, uh, you know, difficulties with his brain. And, um, also when Ajax was little, like two or maybe, yeah, probably around two, he fell one time and he, uh, he hit his head, his forehead on like the, wood molding near the bottom of our wall and uh and it left like a dent and and now I'm like oh no like I didn't I didn't do like I failed him do you know what I mean I was like I failed him I should have like taken him to the emergency room or I should have told the doctor but instead I just looked it up online and people were like yeah unless you're sleepy you're throwing up like don't worry about it um you know, but he had a dent in his forehead for like a long time, like years. And, and so I don't know, all of that together. I'm like, Oh God, I hope I didn't fuck my kid up. And I hope he doesn't have neurological problems. You know? Yeah. That's where I'm at. It's just like anxious anxiety. He's my most anxious kid. Um, he's the one who will like he'll be like, Oh my gosh, death. I don't want you to die one day. And then he'll be like, he'll cry for an hour and he won't be able to sleep. Kind of. That was so mean. 
Was it? That was so me as a kid. I was like, and I, and I had very like compulsive behavior, um, more, much more than my sister. Um, and I, I was adopted. So it's a bit, so for me it was more, um, nurture versus nature, Mm -hmm. but like both of my parents had, well, uh, like there were just people in my home that had like compulsive behaviors as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think some of it was stuff that like I, I learned or, or rubbed off on me or just, Mm -hmm. that was my reaction to it. But I was the only one who had that level of like anxiety and it gave me ticks and I would get, I would get made fun of for it. But I also, it was a different time where I didn't have the confidence to just like have a conversation about it. And I didn't have the support at home. And I, and so even just kids that were younger than me would be like, why, why do you clear your throat so much? Yeah. Why are you, why, why is your eye twitch? stuff like that. And I would just be like, Oh, it's, um, allergies. Or I would make something up instead of just being like, I have anxiety. And, and, but because like, you're obviously a mom who has these conversations and is doing something about it, it is going to be so different. And and, like, I, I recently started taking Lexapro, um, to help with anxiety. And for me, it made me think the first thing I thought within like a month of taking it, I was like, I could have been getting help. 20 years ago right isn't that longer than that yeah and i my like my 20s would have been so different um yeah i i think you're doing so great i think like the conversation is everything and like and being Mm. concerned with it is like i'm jealous because i wish that i would have had that well yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just scary yeah Yeah, of course i think though breeze on to the like that's the right thing is that like you um you know if if Ari struggles with ADHD and any of your children will struggle with ADHD they're lucky because he is an open and Mm. uh very vulnerable human being and so he'll be able to share his experience and help them with theirs Mm -hmm. neither of you are scared to get them help if they need it which is another thing, instead of making them feel shame for right. needing help. Um, I think, you know, ticks as kids are developing and growing are pretty normal, especially as they're figuring out how to handle stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. It manifests in different ways for all kids and all human beings. And the reason why your pediatrician was like, just ignore it is because sometimes when you do call attention to it, yeah. it becomes mm-hmm. a problem. And I don't know like how much mm-hmm. I should talk to him about it yeah. or, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I have a child who is, who is prone to getting ticks here and there when he gets, you know who it is now, when he gets anxious, <laughs> uh-huh. um, and Are it they shifts physical or verbal or both. It goes to both. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's the, <clears throat> uh-huh. it was that for a little while back in a while back there was like a blinking mm-hmm. or, and then the, he did a nose wiggle thing mm-hmm. where he would just constantly wiggle his nose and move it around. And you see it, I see it still sometimes like when he got his award, he had an award like two weeks. He got an award. Oh my God. An award winner. Um, <laughs> He's a championship. But he, you could see him get anxious and he was standing up there and his eyes were just blinking away because it was like, I'm feeling this. So, anxious. so it, for him, it's that is where when he gets nervous, when he gets anxious, when it's like he figures out how to handle it, but it usually shows up physically for him. Um, that's good to remember that yeah. it's normal. Cause here, like, uh, I had in the last year, I had an improv student who had 
uh, Tourette's. Right, which is and, which is different than like anxiety yes. tics and things. R- okay. Mm-hmm. It is because they can grow as they learn how to cope with the anxiety and move through it. A lot of times the tics don't necessarily stick, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like it will Or they go, evolve as well. They evolve, yeah. Tourette's tics um, don't, I think, evolve in, in the same way no. as my understanding because I, I also have known a couple people with Tourette's. Yeah. And yeah, from what I know, they don't evolve so much or change so frequently. Yeah. Um, oh. and they, but it is something, another thing that also you can medicate for you can. And, and, right. and do things to calm. Um, but it worried me because this guy, it was such a huge thing for him to bear. And mm-hmm. it was for him, it was embarrassing. And, um, he had to sort of tell people about it so that they were prepared. And, yeah. Yeah. and I felt, you know, and so I think of him and I'm like, Oh gosh, like, is that Ajax's future? And I, you know, I yeah. worry, I don't know where he got this anxious thing from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I'm like, Oh my God, is he going to have to, you know, bring a, a therapy dog into an improv show and distract mm-hmm. everyone also? Maybe. I mean, this point, Oh gosh! I mean, and, let's and, be realistic. He's never going to want to do improv. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Oh, I wish you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! That, I want I want my kids to like go and like do amazing things in the world, and I'm like. But at the same time, we have bred them to be comedians. <laughs> yeah. And part of me is like, well, I mean, we could sort of like do a, you know, a, a Jerry Stiller and Ann Miera this situation and just make a, a super comedian and, you know, deal them in. Uh, but I, I want them to do bigger, more important things than <laughs> yeah. what I do. So anyway. That's yeah. that's my story for uh, this week. I know, I know that feeling of like worrying that something could turn to into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we all kind of have that feeling of like, oh, is this just a thing? Is this just another phase, or is this something that's actually going to define you? Right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to define him. I I want his life to be awesome. I don't yeah. want him to be weighed down by compulsions or, you know, or or having to take a medication all his life. And that's another thing, like. It scares me the idea of um, like giving a kid, I don't know, like a daily medication that's yeah. for their brain. Uh, I don't know. That's a fair. That's a completely fair worry. Because <laughs> <laughs> your brain is developing, and yep. you well, know, there's different things you can do. I mean, I used to work with kids, and because I believe there's holistic ways when they're little and their brains are growing that you can try mm-hmm. to. Um, Right. Help them. Like so, it, like Rex is hyper, so sometimes we give him coffee to see if it will calm him down. D- does that work? I don't know if it uh, does. Really? I that's a does. thing? Yeah, I've never heard well, of doing that. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know. If it's, I mean, for some people it works. Well, because ADD medication speeds you up, because right. and then it sort of like meets you. You're already speedy, and somehow it's like, it like slows you down. Um, so I think the thought is it's like a more natural way of doing that. Yeah. Like, like it helps focus. When Ari runs out of, uh, when he, when he was younger and he would like run out of Ritalin, he would get caffeine pills. No, oh. he would get like no dose or whatever. And it would, uh, help. Wow. That's really good to know. Uh. Huh. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just think it's like you will do the work to give him what he needs if he ends up needing it. 
And so he's going to be great, you know, and you'll figure it out and he'll be who he's going to be. Mm-hmm. I know that's easy for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired and done. That's oh, also why I'm like, yeah, you're great. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You're doing it's great. fine. Everything's meaningless. We're all just pieces of stars. Oh, uh, <laughs> look at that planet. Look at that planet. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I feel you. But you know, try not to try not to let it run you. Yeah. Or or feel like You're in any way don't feel right. like a failure and don't feel like responsible genealogically. Yeah. You have no I control over that. You you have no control and like your kid is still awesome. You yeah. still did that and there's like so many kids that like I hate. <laughs> so many kids I don't like. So if you had an awesome one, who fucking cares if he clears his throat? He's not an asshole. There you go. So. Cool. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's. Weird. I feel like you wouldn't hate him. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. The kids are right, so it's fine. <laughs> This week, we're sponsored by Care Of, which is a wellness brand that makes it easy for you to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. This year, if you have a resolution, the easiest thing to do when you're taking care of yourself is to take vitamins. But the biggest problem is, is you never know what vitamins to take. Care Of makes that easy. All you have to do is go online and take one of Care Of's quizzes, and they'll help you find the vitamins and powders that will support your specific health goals for the year, making it easy and convenient. They send them in these little tiny daily packs that are perfect for an on-the-go lifestyle. You just throw them in your purse or gym bag, and you're on your way, which for me is clutch because there's so many times where I'm like, I'm going to do this thing and then I forget to take the vitamins and everything's just thrown off. Also, you just, you never know what vitamins are better than the other ones. Care Of is focused on the quality science and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. So you can rest knowing that they are doing everything they can to make sure you're getting the best possible product. So we have a very special deal for our Why Mommy Drinks listeners. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code WMD. 50. That's for 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code WMD50. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's broken you, Amanda? So we went to, uh, we went to Disneyland. We celebrated Wes's birthday. Mm-hmm. It was actually lovely. I didn't have to do a birthday party. All he wanted to do was go. He's really into Star Wars, so he wanted to go and spend time and fly the Millennium Falcon and make a droid. And I was like, Are you yes. guys watching the Mandalorian? With the, the Mandalorian? Baby, with the I baby haven't yet. Yoda? No. Baby Yoda? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. It's but, great. Okay. It's, it's really good. I like it a lot. So we were in Star Wars land and having a great time. And then we, just the family, we got a hotel room so that we could stay over and we could, because we always end up leaving to drive back and doing this like fireworks and everything. Yeah. For people who don't live 
in LA. What it's like a two hour drive? Yeah, like an hour. Yeah. Forty five minutes if there's no traffic. Oh. Um seven hours if there is. So uh <laughs> <laughs> hashtag yep. LA. Yep. <laughs> so um we were like, he was like, I just want to stay in a hotel because if you listen, you know he's a connoisseur. Oh, he, he loves, loves the hotels. hotels. So he's like, I'd like to stay in a hotel, go to Disneyland, do Star Wars all over the place, and um, just like live my best life. And so we were like, okay. <laughs> so we could get behind that. It was great. <laughs> no birthday party. Like, I'm just still so yes. excited that we didn't have to do that. Lucky you. Did you stay in one of the Disney Resort hotels? No. Oh. They were they were all super sold out and super expensive because it's Christmas. So oh. we just did Hotels Tonight. <gasps> hey, Hotels Tonight, please be our fucking sponsor. Because I talk about it way too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we did Hotels Tonight and got a really great room and it was easy. Um, so then... Um, <laughs> was the birthday boy pleased? He was good. He was happy, and everyone was good. And we all rode rides together because the girls are finally like tall enough to ride rides. It was a great day. So, was Churro cl- Club in effect? No, I was by myself. Yes, I mean, yes, the sole and only member. Oh, you were the only member yeah, of Churro cause, Club because now Benny will go with everyone. Chur- churro Club, Club is when you don't ride a ride and you just. Um, oh, you churros? Churros. hang out. Yeah, you eat, you churro. eat the churros you while the everybody's churros. on the rides. You don't Sick. hold them. You eat them. You and eat them you right. Don't tell anybody you got them while they ride. Because right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they got a ride, but you got a churro. Yeah, yeah. too true. So, um, <laughs> so we went. So for dinner, we went to California Adventure to get dinner, and then Wesley and Kaiten went to go ride Space Mountain. They had a fast pass to go ride Space Mountain, and. So the girls and I, we were like, well, we'll just do some rides on our own. So we went to do rides on our own. It's dark now. It's like past dinner. So it's like seven or something. And it's the holidays there. So there's lots of live bands playing holiday music of the different areas of California. I don't know. Like, so. (laughs) (laughs) This is what Christmas in San Diego is like. Christmas in Oakland. Napa. (laughs) Yeah. So many different cultures in the States. in California. It's an adventure. <laughs> so uh, I'm walking through. They have like the food and wine kind of holidays through the seasons or something. They have like this where they have different kinds of food. Yeah, of... Festival of holidays. Yeah. That's what, what it is. Explain. So it's like holiday food in trucks. It's like holiday <laughs> inspired foods. Yeah. They do like a turkey and cranberry tamale. Oh, right. They do like... Um, the shrimp and grits, <laughs> cornbread, lollipops. Yeah, what is something that? like that, like a cornbread cake pop. Yeah, like it's it's and that's holiday associated. It's Turkey. like holiday stuff, but like everything is like it changed up a little. Okay, changed up or just like a holiday dish brought to a non-holiday dish. I'm gonna ask a really ignorant question. Okay, does anyone? In Mexico or in Mexican-American culture, eat turkey and cranberry tamales? No. Okay. That's where they mix it up. All right. So it's the tamales are the Mexican holiday tradition, and then the turkey and the cranberry mixed together. But you do have, like, tamales on Christmas Eve, which is like, so it's already a holiday thing, so why are we changing it? Mix it with all the holidays. And, like... (laughs) 
I don't understand. <laughs> That's right. My friend Adrian. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Tamales are like a oh, thing yeah. that she yeah, does. Yes. Yeah. For Christmas Eve. For Christmas. Yeah. 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 You make them fresh on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing, man. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. So they have a bunch of holiday food and trucks and they have the people singing really loud and there's lots of people because it's the holidays. But the way that Disneyland tends to work or California Adventure or whatever is that there's like waves of people right so it's almost like i think if you sat and watched it's almost like traffic where you just see it's like there's a ton of people who go and then there's none and then there's a ton of people and then there's none um and that's how it felt so uh i'm walking with the girls after we rode a ride and i looked at one of the food trucks because i was questioning like what is that um (laughs) it's a truck mom yeah but they have like the menu with the like pictures of the food and you're like so you look at it because it's all really weird and interesting and you're like i kind of want to try it and i also don't understand it but it's um turkey and sweet potatoes with marshmallow right and you're like oh all right Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's How much holidays in Japan. It's $25. Bring it on. Bubbly. Yeah. Why are food trucks are always so expensive. No. They did do a sushi. I tried it. They <gasps> did a sushi, a dessert sushi that was like coconut and strawberry. Oh. Ooh. It was Oh, it was awful. It was so awful. <laughs> it was right. So bad. It sounds like I it don't could know be why. Good. I think my sister works at Disneyland, so she just like makes me try weird shit. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you like sushi? Try this. I was like, oh, well, that's not sushi, so I don't know why you'd think I'd like it. <laughs> so frustrating. You like sushi? This is inspired by sushi. This is a sushi fruit it sushi. Isn't it's yeah? Fruit sushi. It looks like fruit sushi. So, fruit sushi. So I'm walking with the girls, and I look at a fruit sushi truck and i'm like what is that and then uh i think i said hang on a second and i like stopped to look and i looked down and emily's with me and then i look at the truck again and i look back down and then i'm like wait where's benny oh no i thought they had outgrown this i did too so i'm like benny and i look around and emily's like where's benny and i was like i don't know where is Benny? Like we weren't, there was no like real time lapse. Like where'd she go? Wait, do they have a habit of taking off? Specifically? Oh yeah. There's like years of, they just want, like they like, especially Benny. She just kind of is like, I'm aligned too. Never mind. They both do it. <laughs> they, they just kind of like, will be like carried away. They're like, and you're like, what, where did you go? So, right. One of the stories that Amanda told on the show once was losing them at a, a carnival a carnival, like a carnival. Oh, and she God. found a street carnival and she and you ended up finding them in the fun house yeah she had oh. gone in the fun house and by they, they weren't in the fun like we weren't there we were on the street she climbed out of her stroller and went in the back side of a fun house and we couldn't find her we'd call the cops we were looking everywhere for her and then finally, we, we Kate and saw her. She was coming out the back of a fun house. And he was like, oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so Benny is, we can't find her. I'm like, okay. So then Emily and I start walking up and down. It's Remember, it's dark. There's screaming people. Like uh, They're not screaming because they're on rides. They're singing holiday hits. So That's a like, terrible way to sing. George, have a You know, like <laughs> super loud. That's what it, night, motherfuckers! That's what it felt like at that point because it was so loud. And oh there were God. so many people because it was one of those waves where there's like tons of people. Yes. And it's dark. And I just have Benny or I have Emmeline and I'm like, Benny! 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 
Yay! Oh and I was like going up and down because I know she just walked. Like I could feel it. Like I know she just walked forward. Um, and so I, uh, uh, I start going. At one point, this one guy goes, uh, I was like, Benny. And he goes, no, my name's Daniel. And I was like, I'm not talking to you. I lost my child and you need to stop it. I hope you punched him in the face. <laughs> oh, I was like, you know, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said uh, my name. And I said, I didn't. I lost my child. I said, Benny, not Daniel. They don't sound the same. Like I was like. <laughs> That was the most mom response. Yeah. Oh, I was like, don't yeah. mess with me, kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'm also trying to keep it together because Emmeline's looking right. to me to figure out if she should be very scared. How old are they again? Six. Okay. So Emmeline was like, where is she? And then she was like, did we lose her? Oh, is no. she gone? And oh, and then shit. she's like, like, uh, and I could see her starting to break like, oh, and I'm standing there. So... I go to the and you're like I don't know food truck and I just start eating. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have chocolate? Excuse me. Uh, can I get three rolls of fruit sushi? Um, <laughs> um, I go and I was like, I need to call security. And the guy was like, Okay. I was like, I lost my daughter. This is what she looks like. And I. She's an identical twin, so I'm like, she looks just like her. Uh, and I was like, her name's Benny. And then I got a little scared. Well, I got scared, so security comes over, and he's like, okay, we're putting out a whole thing throughout the whole park. What is she wearing? And I was like, a black jacket with stars and pink pants and and uh, dark pink shoes. And then I was like, and underneath she's wearing a, a dress that's got uh, uh, flowers on it, like uh, tropical flowers, because I realized if someone's going to take her, they're going to take her coat off. <gasps> oh, right. Oh, shit. And that's, that's when so my smart. mind went, no, no. Uh-oh. Like someone could take her. Someone could be taking her. Yeah. Somebody could. But taking her, I could never see her again. Like immediately oh, go God. into the like, She's oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm never going to see her ever again. And Emmeline's going to never know her sister again. And she's oh, here yeah. for this. And this is traumatizing. And I can't believe it. And is she okay? What if something happens to her? Like I was like. It's so insane how all of that can just run through you. Like I went nut. Like I was like, going is this nuts. the moment? But if you looked at me, so stoic. I just stood there like stone and was like, she's got blonde hair, blue eyes. Her name's Benny. And I was like, just like quiet. And Emily's like, is everything okay? I was like, it's fine. Like I was like so mm-hmm. quiet and just like, I'm not going to freak out because if I freak out, then something happened and mm-hmm. nothing has happened and we will find her. Like I was like. Fuck off. You're not going to get me. Good job. Yeah. So we're waiting. In the eye of a hurricane, there is quiet. Oh, well, I was I was like as quiet and calm and like, uh, and then Caton's texting and I was like, I lost Benny. I lost her. And then he's like, okay, we're on our way back from the park. And he's like, uh, a couple minutes later, did you find her? I'm like, nope, still gone. Where are you? You know, like, cause I need him now yeah. to stand where security is. Because I have to start, run, like, I want to yeah. go and run and look for her. Because I'm, I ha- yeah. like, I know how to find her. Unfortunately, I've had to do it so many times. Um, so then the security guard was like, well, we can we can start moving. I'll stay with you. And then when your husband gets here, like, you can figure out what you're going to do. I was like, okay. So I want to say it's been, like, ten minutes at this point. <sighs> it's been a really long time, and <sighs> she has not shown. And at one point, the security guard's like, Hold on, hold on. I think we found her. And he's like, oh, no, they're still looking for her. And I was like, Ugh. oh, God. So um, we walk down. Uh, we start walking down. And then all of a sudden I hear, hey, hey, there she is. There she is. And and they because they see me, and they're like, are you looking for your daughter? And I was like, yes. And then they were like, she's over here. So she was like sitting um, behind like a 
churro cart. Oh, that's funny. Huh. Like a churro popcorn cart. Uh, and she had a crown on what and stickers what? and uh, what? buttons. Well, the people at Disney, so the Disneyland people were keeping her happy and so she wasn't scared. Oh. So they were giving her things to play with and just sitting there. There's probably lost kids they find all the time. All yeah. the time. Like like sometimes Constant. a dozen oh. in a day. But I just I, I right? see her and I yeah. go running oh, up to her. I love her. you're like, no really, they totally. literally do because yeah. my sister and my, works. Well so and, and also I have a friend that works in yeah. the child center. You're right. I have a when you're done. I have a story. Okay. About What's that. the that's, child center? It's where that's where the lost children go. It's like the Disneyland. What? It's like a Disneyland orphanage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. So then we get um, we get to I get to her and uh, and she just starts crying and I was like, oh my god, you're here and I was like what you what happened and she was like i don't know i just stopped and you weren't there and so i start crying and then uh emmeline runs up and like almost pushes me out of the way and just grabs oh. her and like starts hugging her and then everybody's like she has a twin like, <laughs> <laughs> so they're like oh my god she has a twin so then everybody's freaking out because they see these two little twin sisters reunited Oh. And then I'm I'm like thank you thank you thank you to the people at the cart and they're just like it's okay we're so glad that we found you and then this woman goes excuse me and I stood up and I looked at her and she goes I'm the reason you found your kid and you better be thankful she goes I'm sorry if I'm being real mean to you right now but you better be thankful I'm not a man what and I just looked at her and it took everything in me like i felt like she smacked me in the face yeah like you're a bad mom who didn't care about your kids and the first off there's that second off what a weird comment uh, you should be thankful i'm not a man not all men are yeah evil yeah not all men are thinking there's a little girl i'm gonna take her um also, why are women you insinuating children yes yeah loads of women not yeah. loads of women <laughs> <laughs> a majority, of, a majority women of women steal children most mothers you see have stolen those children <laughs> also, also, not like i was like sauntering around like drunk like you yes. found my kid Caw. hey kid. oh shit you were missing yeah. <laughs> exactly like, no. you were clearly i had security oh with me it's like, not like anyone like loses freaking their kid out on purpose no. And what? it was like she made it like she made it sound like you don't even care. Like it was the worst. I so I What the fuck? Oh, it oh. was the worst. We feeling. can edit this out if you want later, oh. but what 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 was she all about? What did she look like? What yeah. was this lady's was deal? She was um how old? Probably 45, 50. Okay. Uh she was wearing like tight like a tight track suit. Um, I don't know. Okay. She was, a. Uh, she was, she was, what was her mad. fucking problem? Like, look, like she looked at me with such anger. What the Like fuck? I had just failed my daughter. Meanwhile, in my mind, I had played out 17,000 horror stories, was freaking out, losing my mind. The last thing I needed was for somebody to be like, yeah, you you suck. You suck. Because I was already like, oh, my God, I lost my kid in Disneyland. I lost her, and I'm never going to find her. Yeah. Oh so then when God. I found her, and I was, like, so thankful that they, like, helped her, and they were so sweet to her for this other woman who was, like, just there. And then I did what I do, which is stupid, because everything in me got, like, I was super sad 
mad, shamed. Like, I didn't know how to respond. It was like she smacked me with shame. Yeah. And then just stared at me with disgust. And so I just said, I'm sorry, can I hug you? (laughs) You said that to her. Yeah. And I just said, thank you for finding her. And she was like, huh? And I said, I'm sorry. And I just like put my hands up and (laughs) started hugging her. You are all class. And I was like, thank you for finding her. And she (gasps) just was like, like, uh, uh, and she didn't know what to do. And she walked away and I just turned around and I went back to Benny and then I pulled her to the side and both girls. And I was like, what happens when you lose me? What do you do? And then Emmeline was like, you go to the nearest Disney employee. And I was like, that's right. You find the nearest person that works here. And tell them you're lost and know that I'm going to find you. And you wait with them. But only go to someone that works at Disney. Look for their name oh, tag. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you do that. And then Benny was like, I didn't know. So I just stood in the middle and cried. Because <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, like, I just stood up and I ran into Caden. Caden got there and he was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that everything's okay. And I told him about it. And he's like, that's terrible. I'm sorry. But after, like, so then he's like, well, I got to go to the bathroom. So let's all go to the bathroom. And I just, uh, everybody went to the bathroom. And I just stood there. And I was like, like, it hit me. I let it all hit me. And I, like, every part of me wanted to lash out at her and just be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But then I was also thankful. Like, mm-hmm. it's a weird thing where I was like, I get you're protecting my daughter. But you don't need to smack me down. Like, you protected my daughter by bringing her to the staff and helping her get there. But yeah. you, there's no need for you to shame me like that. Like You didn't, like, give her your kidney also. No. You just, like, get, helped a child not be lost. Like, yeah. you're not... Well, that's like, and then I, it, when I told, this blows it's like, my mind. I so honestly like, cannot wrap my head around what her fucking deal it was. Is. It, well, that's what I think was scarier to me was I was like, oh, you're you have there's something there. Yeah, there's, there's something, something wrong with you. Fuck and you that found my you. kid, right? Yeah. And you're letting me know that. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, that's the other probably. thing. Yeah, be glad I'm not a man. Like it's be like I'm not a if man. I was a man, I would totally like what? Yeah. I would bring like, cuz if I was a fucking dude. <laughs> exactly. Like, um oh, the only thing is- stopping me from You're so yeah. lucky. I don't have dick. You're so lucky. Cuz it's just terrible. Jesus. It was terrible. Oh my God. It was such a weird thing that to is- like You're so good for you're such a good person that you either that or a hug. It's just like that's also my reaction. Like I don't ever know how to handle it. Like one time I got punched on the subway and this lady and I so she was like leaving the subway and the doors were there's like a boom boom and she was she turned around, punched me in the stomach, and then I was like, Thank you very much. (laughs) Boom boom. And the door shut. And I was like, Why did I respond with that? Like I have such a weird response to people oh i'm so jealous it's a weird i have had moments where i also respond the other way but um but for the most part i have like a weird reaction where i'm like i don't know what to do just thank you like it's a strange i have to say though i think hugging that woman was genius it was genius because she probably wanted me to fight her right she She was trying to get me yeah she was trying to bait you Mm -hmm. you won that fight yeah truly there's there's no winning a fight with a woman like that no no there's nothing that bitch crazy she's crazy (laughs) what's crazier is the lady that's like thank you can i hug you (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know, man. I am a firm believer in, and maybe this is because I come from Minnesota, um, and we are, you know, uh, a passive aggressiveness is our kung fu style. Um, but I do truly believe that you can de, uh, you can de-escalate, de-escalate a lot of situations mm-hmm. by just smiling, being friendly, and almost acting as if the other person is not mm-hmm. being rude yeah. and weird and just being like, thank you. I was also wow. like, I can't make this about you right now. Yeah. I need to get to my daughter. Like the fact that she was like trying oh. to like get like she was, oh, it's almost like she was trying to make so it something it wasn't. Crazy. And it was about her. And it and I just was like, thank you. Goodbye. Like I can't, I want to get, I want to make sure my daughter's day. with me. Was she with other people who she were like, mom, woman, stop but... being crazy. You know, <laughs> there was That's another lady, not but... a mom. A mom would never, I don't know. Well, maybe some moms. I don't know. Um, I'm from La Puente. And like, if that, if somebody would, what is that? What's... La Puente is like East LA. Like I'm okay. from the hood. And like, I can't turn out like I'm fight. I'm not flight ever, ever. I'm, I'm fight every single time. And like, if that had happened, I would have been like, excuse the fuck me. (laughs) You want to repeat that one? Like, but that wouldn't have helped. That would have gotten me into more trouble. I don't think you should have your kid. Also throw the fuck down. I'll be like, I hope your tubes are tied. Like all of a sudden, Bree's taking off her earrings. Like, She's got Vaseline. Baby. She's putting it on her head. Like, yeah, what? What's happening? Like, I'm not gonna street fight on a professional boxer. I'm Vaseline. She's wrapping up her hands. <laughs> Hold on, I brought my boots. Oh All my of a sudden, she's just got very shiny <laughs> shorts on. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> she's got a mouth guard. Oh just what? No, don't go. No, don't go anywhere. Hang on, bitch. Hold on, bitch. Hold on one second, because I'll get to you. But I gotta I'm protect ready. my teeth. I have to protect my teeth because I had I had braces, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not going through Invisalign again. Just wait one second. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been awesome. I just thought of if she said, "You, uh, you, you better be thankful that I'm not a man." If I had just been like, "Why I am," <laughs> <laughs> just for her to be like, "Wait, what?" You're right. You're what? right. It is what? always fun if you can out crazy someone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, how do you, like fully, like just be like, "Okay, yeah." I think yeah. you accidentally did, I did. <laughs> and when you did, and when you thanked someone for punching you in the stomach, yes, you one thousand percent out crazy them. That's right. You think that you're losing, but I feel like maybe you're just yeah. winning every time. That woman walked away and was like, Wait, what? what? Wait, what? <laughs> that was disturbing. She told her friends about that that night and was like, you're never going to believe the fucking psychopath. She lost psychopath. her kid and then she hugged me. <laughs> and I was being a super twat. Yeah. She's like, I <sighs> saved her kid and then I told her you. Yeah. It was just so it ruined it for me. And I had to keep being like, yay, your birthday. But at least it was later. Mm. So after that, it was just kind of like, it just totally deflated the entire trip. Then I was like, I don't want to run into her anymore. Like, I don't, I just felt. Also, it was like, it it was so emotionally draining that it it just ruined the rest of the trip for me. The whole thing. Yeah. Wes went off and rode some more rides and had hot chocolate and watched the fireworks. Mm. The girls and I walked back. It was just kind of like, okay, that's that. 
lost you. Don't need to do it again. And knowing you all, I will. So let's just go. <laughs> it was so, it was so, uh, I thought we were beyond this. Like, oh, yeah. they had been doing such a great job. They do stay by me. We hold hands. We walk around, you know, like. Every time I think I'm out, <laughs> they pull me back in. <laughs> It's true. It's Your children—they're like the mafia. Yeah, they are, <laughs> and and they, yeah, they kill me over and over again. <laughs> Every day they're just putting a hit out on me. Hit on my head. Oh man! Yeah. So what a nightmare. Yeah, happy birthday, Wes. <laughs> yeah, that was for you. You got that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bree, please yes. tell us what has broken you. Okay, if there's one thing, I mean, the, the something that drove me to drink. All right, my parents died last year. Um, my father, my father was someone that I he I was closest to him. Um, and he was like building a library in my garden right before he died. He died completely out of the blue. Oh, wow. Just died in his sleep. No explanation. Oh. Completely at peace. Like, he didn't have a heart attack. He wasn't in pain. He just died with no explanation. And um, my mother had been sick for a while. Um, and then four months later, like, her body just started to give out on her. And um, so my daughter was really close to them. My ex-husband um, is English. So his whole family, is none of them are in California. It's just him. So this is the family my daughter was closest to. And my papa, my father, just loved her so much. He Mm -hmm. had her name tattooed on him. Wow. He had no tattoos. And then just, like, showed up to my wedding with, like, (gasps) Amelia across his arm. Just, like, she was his whole world. And, um... And so apart from her parents, he was probably the person she was close to. Mm -hmm. And he died. And I did my best to try and like show her, like not hide the death from her in any way. You know, I feel like because her tiny child mind had to wrap her head around never seeing them again. And I didn't want her to feel abandonment. Um, so, you know, she was there for when he died, she had to come with me, um, out to their house. And, uh, I laid with him, like he died in bed and I just kind of like laid next to him for hours. And then I was like, I'm ready for Amelia to come in. And so she came in and we talked through it and I let her touch him and feel that he was cold. And then, you know, the funeral happened and I, she was there front row with me the whole time I said his eulogy. Uh, we went up to the casket and then I made sure she was there when they closed the casket and then they carried it out. Like, so she's seeing, so she's making sense of it. And then the same, so that there's no part of her that's like, Oh, maybe he, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, she, this kid gets death. She gets it. Um, and Wait, then I did the same I'm thing so with sorry. my mother. Okay. Your mother passed away after your dad? Four months later. Okay. Yeah. And then um, my husband uh, left me the day after her funeral. And also her. So, mm. um, and he, we're, now that we're going through the divorce, he's mm. like showing some consistency. But like there was, she just got, I mean, I got three huge blows at once and so did she. Mm-hmm. Um in the months following my father's death, like I'd never experienced grief to that level. And I was just broken. Like yeah. my entire world stopped spin, like yeah. spinning, stopped moving. Yeah. 
Um, and I was just watching the world move around me mm-hmm. and going through the notions of like trying to be a parent and trying to like show her some sadness, but not too much. And yeah. like just the right amount of grief. So she's not traumatized for life. And like, right. Let her know that I'm a sensitive person, but not so but broken not that so she has to worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the constant, like it's hell. And at the time, like, so when my father passed, my, my ex-husband is a musician. So he was on tour in the months following that as well. So, uh, then maybe three, two, three months after he passed, she started doing this thing. Like it happened completely out of the blue where I was driving on the one thirty four, and she was like, Hey mama, remember when Papa died? And I was like, yep. And she was like, remember when he was in bed and he was cold? I was like, Yep. Oh, God. She's like, remember when daddy had to wear gloves? He was a pallbearer. Oh. Like, so now we're at the funeral. She's like, remember he was laid inside the casket? Whoa. She went through every remember we released doves remember when you said when you talked about him on stage remember when they lowered it when the casket went in the ground and they buried him remember the party like every single step of it in an almost extremely creepy way and you're driving and i'm driving and that was the first time that happened and i was just like also at this time grief is like truly at its heaviest and i'm like already bursting into tears seven times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so she started doing that so that she did it frequently that after that one time, yes, extremely frequently. How often she's even today, like every single day, she's like, I miss grandma and papa. Sure. But she's like, I miss grandma, papa and daddy because she groups them all together. Oh God. Yes, and cause it's a huge mm-hmm. loss. Oh yeah. my. So, so yeah. And she also like used to ask me if her dad was dead constantly. Right. Like, she would come in and be like, he's dead isn't he it was also the way she asked it she was like obviously he's dead did, yeah. he's dead isn't he i was obviously like he's not no. <laughs> I love does he know pessimist, but <laughs> <laughs> does he know that she asked that no i don't know that it would help wow um anything but um, he wouldn't be like oh nope i uh, i have made her feel abandoned by the nope. uh, boy nope I mean, he knows other things. He knows he knows other stuff, um, you know, about like how hard it is. And I, you know, I just try to press consistency, whatever you're going to settle on, whatever you're going to do, be consistent. (laughs) That's it. That's really that's the line for you at this point. Just be consistent. consistent. If you're going to be shitty, can you be consistently shitty? shitty? I mean, honestly, out, be out. That seems really smart. That's it. And that's like, that's my only bar for you yeah. at this point. Because it is, it is yeah. painful when they're like back and forth they're in and, and, then in and out. out. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think we've all had a bit of that from some family member or, or mm-hmm. I don't know, lover. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Somebody. Um, and it sucks. But yeah, like the constant bringing, as I'm grieving, the constant like reminder from my child that, that my parents nuts. are dead. Um, I, I need alcohol. Yeah, that's rough. Mm-hmm. That's so rough. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Things. Ugh. Things. Yeah, because it's already like in your mind all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, and exactly. And you're, you're like, processing. yeah. Yeah, I remember it. I'm thinking about it. I wish I couldn't. Wish like, I couldn't. Wish yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I felt at the moment, in, in that moment. Like mm-hmm. in the, the first time she did, I was just like, what the fuck just happened but then every time after i was like yep yep no i remember yet yes yes i do yes i do recall 
that they're dead. And she like, she, she, okay. I brought her one time to an improv class. Like, a, <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this story I took a weird her, turn. I know. I brought her one time to like an improv or a practice or s- oh, something. Okay. And, uh, she had to sit in the back and, uh, they were like, everyone was like, Oh my God, you're ba-. like, people have never seen babies before. At UCD. How old was she? Like, she was three. Okay. Um, but they were like, Oh my, she's so beautiful. She's amazing. And she was like, when you're dead, your fingers turn blue. <gasps> oh shit. And then just went and sat back down. FYI. Fucking fingers turned blue. Just so you know, I was like, she saw saw my dead dad. Uh, Let's get started, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God. So my my kid talks about death constantly. Um, I mean, I have to say, like, though, the way that you described it, I I feel like you did a, a lot of really like good right things. I mean, but did I overexpose her? Did I show her too much? And now she's just gonna be? No, I mean I think it's a fascinating subject. I do. It like, is. I, I lost my dad uh, before my son was born, and my kids still will be like, "Hey, you miss your dead dad?" Oh Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 yep and you're like still do i do i do i do thank you yeah if he were alive what do you think he would say to oh us my right God. Now? <laughs> <laughs> also the thing that you were saying about like remember this remember this yeah if that was about any subject it would be so annoying mm-hmm. and awful yeah period right so yeah. the fact that it's also like <laughs> about about this yeah it's like extra super right. horrible That's what she's holding on to because she's like this is the most fascinating interesting thing that we've done yes. together that i totally need to like yeah. i want to do with you it couldn't be like when we made waffles for no. dinner Remember when we made waffles <laughs> and then we touched the dead body <laughs> and then we touched the dead body did you know if you leave a waffle in too long it gets too crispy well <laughs> Remember when we buried your dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, my, my kids will always bring him up. They always bring him up. Uh, They'll say things like, "Are you sad right now? Is it because you miss your dad?" Oh my god! Because he's dead. You yeah. know, like they just there's just something about like there's a for them it's a wonder they can't yeah. get their head around. Yeah, and they don't understand how sad I could be. And that's also interesting to them to see me like, like miss and grieve. Like there's just something about that feeling. That's like, what is that? And then the thought of like, someone can go away. You can love someone and they can go away. Also grief is confusing even for the people experiencing it. Very confusing. Because, because like it's, it's one of the only things I've ever known that like, it's not happening now, but it's causing stress to me. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? There's, like, one of my therapists said to me, my one of my therapists, my therapist. I have one. I don't have like seventeen. <laughs> therapists. I have a team of therapists. I have a team. <laughs> a long time ago, <laughs> one for each day of the week. I think it was her. She said um, something along the lines back when my dad had passed. Um, she said something like, "Grief is the best way to describe it is you kind of take a giant uh, boulder and you throw it into a lake." And the oh. the death or the grief is the boulder. Mm-hmm. And so when it first hits, uh, it creates this big giant wave, right? And it's yeah. like disturbing and everything splashes and it's just, it's messy and you kind of, 
uh, yeah, and anyone there. walking by yeah, was like, oh, wet. look at that. Everything, yeah. it just, but that um, over time, you know, like there, there's waves and ripples that go out and the ripples in the beginning are really close together. Yeah. But that it continues, right? It yeah. never fully stops. The, the grief continues and sometimes you get rocked by a wave and you're like, oh, I thought I was like done being sad about that. Yeah. Then it's like, boom, you get hit out of nowhere and you're like, damn it, it was another little ripple. Mm-hmm. Um, and over time they go farther and further out, but there, there's always, it's always oh. there and it's always moving. Mm-hmm. And I loved that because I was like, that is, that to me was exactly how it felt. Like when you're in it, it can take you under for a while before you mm-hmm. even come out to experience the splash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's so. Yeah. Food's like oh. tasteless for a while. Yeah. You're numb. Yeah. You're like, you're so, you're so numb to like the joys of life for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been describing it as like, which I actually, I like that analogy because I kind of hate talking about any sort of emotion or mental state as a cloud, but yeah. like it, it feels like a cloud that's just, I've got like my mother up there and my father up there. It's like these clouds that I have above my head that like sometimes it, it rains yeah. like, mm-hmm. and, it, and, but it changes. And so in the beginning, it's just a constant fucking pour. Yep. It's a, it is a full fucking lightning storm. Yep. And then just like slowly it becomes like, okay, there's like a bit of a drizzle every single day. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it'll just be like, whoa, I'm going to have a, I'm, I might have a full pour this afternoon and then I'll be fine. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's, but it will always be there. Yep. It'll always be like my dead parents. Right. Yes. Right there. Yeah, well, that's why go. I like about yeah. that boulder thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it's sort of like, even after the ripples, you know that that boulder is in that lake. It's still mm-hmm. in that lake. And every it's now and then lake. you can, you can forget that it's there, but you're like, oh, right. That boulder's in that lake. Right, yeah. and no one else sees it, but oh. you know it's there. And then your kid goes by in a jet ski and it's like, "Hey, don't forget!" <laughs> I love it so much. Your dad is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so good. Um, I feel like. Did you say you had another story that you wanted to share, also? Or I mean, that's I can't remember. That'll now. that'll do it for I some reason. I might like, have. Yeah, I can't. Remember no that. worries. That's about enough to drink for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you left it all on the dance floor oh, just I do. in there case. There is one other thing it re- that you, like, losing a kid reminded me of this. I So I had a really weird, rocky, not awesome relationship with my ex's mother, who was Northern English, and I think just hated me purely for being American. Right. And, um, which, like, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we hate I ourselves. I don't, I don't like Americans that much either, so that's fine. <laughs> um... But like it was so it's so hard because, again, like the La Puente sassiness about me, I wish I could have just hugged her. I wish I could have met her with kindness every time, but I didn't. And oh, the uh, cultural differences alone. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mother mothers in law are already that's already a difficult fraught relationship. But for a, lot a lot of mother, like of American people. mother in laws are like they're like you're their daughter and they love you. You know, I think even the tough ones are like, I love her. So like that English mother-in-laws are not like that. Like it would be really crazy for someone to call their mother-in-law mom mm. or mum. 
Um, and like they would like a mother-in-law would never be like, you are my family now. You are my daughter. Like that just doesn't fucking happen. I wonder if that's a generational thing. My mom called my dad's mom, mom. Mm -hmm. And I think he did the same thing with her parents, but it, even then when I was a child, I was like, that's weird. Really? And I don't talk. I, I, and I don't feel like I know anyone who does. What do you call her? Her name. Oh, okay. Checks out. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what else? Maybe that's also because our generation is much more familiar with like step family, like members. So it's like, why would I call her mom? I didn't call my stepmom mom. Yeah, yeah. Right? And we also don't call like like I I I don't know. I guess we we don't call our spouses mom and dad for our kids. Or I whatever. Do. That's oh, you I do. do. We're okay. weird. Sorry. <laughs> I know cute. it's like gross and strange, it's cute. but it's almost like I don't want them to know his name is Ari. This is Daddy. <laughs> this is Daddy. <laughs> I refer to him all the time. It's only. It's pretty much only when we're alone that I can refer to him as his name. Isn't that weird? No. It's super weird. It's weird if you're alone and you're like, "Hey, Daddy." <laughs> Hey, Dad. <laughs> He's like, hi, mommy. <laughs> oh, barf, barf. That's so, weird. So, so your mother-in-law. So my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. Um, she. We were in like a Michaels, and some woman was just fascinated with Amelia, and she must have been two, and she was like playing with her, throwing a ball to her, and I'm like. Sick free childcare. <laughs> <laughs> Great, we'll be right back. Cool, we'll be right back. Like she was obviously like I'm a just little... gonna go to Nordstrom Rack. I'll see you soon. Bye. Oh no, we're at we're at we're Michaels. Michaels. Um, I need to go look at a bunch of blank, I empty cardboard boxes in shapes and think about what I'm gonna paint mm-hmm. on them. They have laser cutters, seventy five percent off. <laughs> I am busy, <laughs> but like like so his my ex's mother was there my mother-in-law was there and she was like what if she takes her and i was like oh i'm not that lucky jill (laughs) (laughs) i just like could never take her shit her concerns seriously right because i was like i'm a like i'm a fucking mom i'm not that's not gonna happen like my she's never actually out of my eye line and like because all of her little things would come with a suggestion of like I don't know if you know what you're doing and I'm like I fucking do Jill and your food is so (laughs) you make something called orange stuff that's not fucking food babe so can we just (laughs) I do Jill I do Jill I know (laughs) I love that you said that though I wouldn't be that lucky. Not that lucky. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I just wanted her to think. I wanted to lean into her thing yes. that I like hate my child. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did she react? Did she get your sense oh, of humor? No. no. She, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, terrified of my humor. <laughs> Shit! Yeah, don't Beautiful. know why we're not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Brie, is there anything you would like to promote your your podcast? Remind us what it's called. It's called My Dead Parents. (laughs) My Dead Parents. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Dead Parent, please feel free. Come on. You have both of yours. Uh, (laughs) Or or some. You have some parents. (laughs) 
Oh. I'm estranged from my mother. Okay. So it's like I've killed her myself. Cool, cool, cool. Doesn't count. You can come on, though. <laughs> 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 I almost spit it out every <laughs> That was actually yeah. the hardest part about becoming estranged from my mom because it was like I was, ki- it was like I, I felt like she had died, but I was the one who had killed her. Yes. That's what, yeah. Um, it was very weird. Good for you. I'm sure it was. <laughs> good for me. Good for you. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't ever feel like good for me, you know? No. It always feels like I'm a monster. It's like something you had to do so it doesn't feel good right. to do a parent thing and a lot of people a have like um like a thought and an opinion about it you know what i mean people are like oh but couldn't you just make couldn't it you just work, work like nope she's was your, it really that she's your mom forever yeah, she's you? your mom forever nope. yeah exactly so uh, yeah it's complicated it's fucking complicated would you like where can people find you um, uh, would you like to tell people to follow you on any social media? Yeah, my Instagram is my name, which is Brianna B R E A N A. It's a weird spelling. I was <laughs> named walking into an IHOP. So what? Yeah, you were named walking, walking in like two weeks after my birth. What? Like I was like a full functioning infant, and uh, and they named me walking into an IHOP. Your parents. My biological Oh, your parents. biological parents. Yeah. They were clearly unfit. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you, when you were um, adopted? Oh, uh, I wasn't actually adopted until I was a teenager. My oh. mom left when I was five. Oh. Which is nuts. She was around. Yeah, they were around. Your until biological I was five. My mom. biological parents were around until I was five. But. Yeah, but then I was raised by my parents. Um, well, that was amazing. Very, and know. did your adoptive parents uh, know your biological parents? Yes. Like, so it's my biological father's mother and stepfather. Oh. So it's my grandparents, essentially. Got it. Okay. But, so they were always there. Oh, they were present. Smooth, it was overall, given the circumstances, right. a smooth transition. <laughs> and I just already that thing go would, yeah yeah um so then they like peaced out and i just stayed my sister and i stayed with them so, okay yeah and so ex- i i understand though having like an estranged relationship it's obviously of course very different because i you don't have probably a, another mother option <laughs> <laughs> i had my adoptive mother <laughs> i wonder if someone would adopt me now i'll take you in thank you Bree. you're so welcome thank you <laughs> see <laughs> See? <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Great. So follow you on Instagram. Uh, Brianna Helders. Um, or find my podcast on all, all the podcast things. Wherever you parents. get fine podcasts. Wherever you find them. Look there. Um Hey, if you like the show, please subscribe. And you know, it's a free show, so a way that you can pay us is to rate it and review it. Yep. And if you like it, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. especially tell your mom group. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show and on Instagram at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We have a great Facebook group, That's My right. Mommy Drinks. That's right. It's a whole community of listeners. It's super fun. It's super supportive. Also, send us your parenting nightmares. Send us your shit shows. Email them to us at 
whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com and you can leave a message on our hotline. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-8842. Breathe. Yes. You're doing a great job. Thank you. You guys are doing so good. <laughs> you couldn't see her face. I don't know even how to describe that facial expression. She was <laughs> She was almost kind of pained to tell us. Yeah, she's like, mm, I don't want to tell you this, but you're doing a great job also. You lost your kid. Oh, Amanda, you are doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. We found her. Can I hug you? And you didn't. <laughs> you didn't punch that lady. Punch Great that job. Lady. That would have been mm-hmm. upsetting for everybody. Yes. yes. Especially your kids. Yes. yes. So good job. Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> and your son had a great birthday, it sounds like. He did. He built a droid. Oh. He built a droid. Sick. So, yep. Super sick. Wow. It's new information. Uh-huh. Great. Yep. Um, Betsy, Betsy. Yeah. you are doing a great doing so job. Doing you're really taking care good. of your kid. You're paying attention to your kid. You're trying mm-hmm. to do everything you can to help him. You're creating be the best. a safe emotional space. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking doing it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take it home, lady friend. So if you find yourself riddled by the anxiety of your kid's anxiety... <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a good and accurate summary yes um or you're you know uh thanking the psychopath that found your child <laughs> in disneyland <laughs> with a warm hug <laughs> Or your kid is jet skiing all over your grief to remind you of all the terrible things that have happened to you recently. Know that you know what? You are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Hi, Campfire listeners. I'm Brie Helders, and I'm the host of a new podcast with Campfire Media called My Dead Parents, where every week I have a different guest who, like myself, has one or more dead parent. We talk deeply about grief and transformation and also get to vent about the funeral industry, doctors, annoying relatives, hollow condolences. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not so funny, and we're not afraid to get deep. You can listen and subscribe on Apple or anywhere you listen to podcasts, so tune in. Campfire.